What's up and welcome to Ask Father Josh, the question and answer podcast where I get to listen to your questions, pray with them, and hopefully respond in such a way that it's helpful for you to become a saint in your walk toward eternity. You can ask me anything and everything about the Catholic faith from morality to spirituality, whether it's a question about everyday life or what we believe as Catholics, I'm here to help you find answers. If you're a first-time listener, please be sure to follow our podcast. You can also hit me up with your own questions and comments at www.essentialpress.com slash askfatherjosh. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how do we care for our elderly parents. Whenever our parents begin to age, how do we love them well in their walk toward becoming saints and in our walk toward becoming saints? Uh, But before we get into that really great question, I want to share with you a glory story. story is this. I encountered a priest recently who, speaking of elderly parents, um, yeah, just uh, his dad lives with him. His mom passed away already, but his dad's like a saint. His dad, so his dad moved into the rectory uh, as he's gotten older, and they prayed it together every day. Like, literally, they, they get, get up and they pray together. The rosary, they do divine office. His dad goes to mass uh, with him at the parish, and he told me anytime he gets a sick call, like at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, whenever he gets up out of bed, gets dressed, puts his cask on, gets the oils, as he heads toward the door, his dad's already standing there with a coat and a rosary. And he says, all right, son, where are we going? And the dad goes with him when he goes to the hospital, when he goes to the hospice center, when he goes to the nursing home, when he goes to the person's house, whoever is dying, whoever is preparing to enter to death, the dad will ride in the car with his son. And while his son is in the house doing the sacraments, the dad's in the car praying the rosary for his son and that family. Uh, so I was, I was kind of shocked and I said, man, like your dad's going to be a saint probably, bro. Like that's absolutely amazing. What a beautiful way for him to experience these years with his father, being able to take care of his dad, but also being able to just share life with his dad and pray with his dad and minister with his, his own dad. So that's the glory story for this week. It's about this really cool priest I met and his really cool dad. Uh, if you want to receive show notes and any updates about the podcast, be sure to subscribe to our email list, which is available when you text Ask Father Josh to 33777. And with that, let's jump into today's show. So today's show, we have a question coming in from Anonymous, uh, who writes this, my parents are getting older. How can we love them well as they're aging and as they're, as they're changing? What are we responsible to do? That's this really, really great question. And so first thing is to recognize that who are we? We're Christians. We are the body of Jesus Christ. And the body of Jesus Christ is supposed to be the same today as it was yesterday. And yesterday, Jesus Christ took care of his mom, right? Joseph he passed away and, and Jesus took care of Mary. And whenever he was even dying, whenever he was on the cross, his concern was for his mother, for his mother who was older than him, who was a widow. 
John, take care of my mom. He made sure that his mother was taken care of. Like, and then one of the last things he did, it was making sure his mom was being taken care of uh, because he was the only child. And so we're supposed to do the same for our parents because biblically we're called to honor our mother and our father. It's one of the Ten Commandments. And that doesn't mean we honor them whenever we're just little kids, uh, whenever we're teenagers, but it means we honor them throughout our life. We respect them throughout our life. We take care of them the way they take care of us. Even if they did not take care of us, right, uh, we, we take care of, of our parents, those who raised us, whether they're biological parents, our adopted parents, our foster parents, they're our parents. Uh, our grandparents may have raised us. We take care of them as they begin to age and get older, as they aren't able to take care of themselves. But it's going to look different, right, for everybody. You know, some people, if they live far away, it might be taking care of them by talking on the phone with them, by calling them on the phone uh, intentionally and consistently, by praying with them, by having masses said for them, by uh, visiting them as often as we can with regards to our financial availability um, and, and access to money and resources to be able to visit them. But we, we still have to be in touch with our parents. If we live close to them, then certainly that, that is by visiting them. Even if we're really busy, we need to prioritize them in our life. Well, we have a busy life. Well, put them on the schedule. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult at times. It's going to be inconvenient. But think of all the things that many of our parents had to miss because of all of our basketball games, our football games, our dance recitals, our plays, our, all the different things that they prioritize for us. We could prioritize life for them, even if we have our own families. Even if I'm, a, as a priest, I have a very busy life as a priest. I have a very busy school and a very busy parish and a vocation director and a lot going on. I still am responsible for taking care of my, my mom, my dad while they're here. I'm proximate enough to them to where I can visit them. I have a phone. I can call them. And uh, they're both retired. So the money I have, I need to spend on them uh, because... I have to honor my mom and my dad. I have to take care of them. It's part of discipleship. As our parents get older, they begin to behave differently because their brains change. This is shocking for many of us. Many of us kind of grieve our parents as they begin to age. We're like, they're not the same mom and dad I knew whenever I was a kid. They're not as fun. They're not as joyful. They're not as life-giving. Well, that's because their brains change as they age. And some of them get dementia or Alzheimer's, and some of them go through bouts of depression as they have to retire and they lose their identity in their job. And some of them are grieving because all their friends are dying or because well, what, uh, they, they experience more physical ailments. They're experiencing the frailty of the human body. When our parents begin to change and their personalities change, or they ask the same question over and over and over again, it is not good and true and beautiful for us to get mad at them and show our frustrations with them. Don't say, you told me that already. You asked me that question already. Just answer their question again, right? Whenever we notice that they're becoming more and more angry or bitter, like, okay, reverence them, recognize their bodies are changing. It's not just that their faces are getting older and their hair is getting grayer and all those other things start to whatever, fall apart. Also, their minds change. And so as their minds change, we need to reverence them and not gossip about them and not mock them with our siblings or with our friends and not roll our eyes at them and not become disrespectful because they're sick, because their health is declining. They are the body of Jesus Christ as well. And how we treat them is how we treat Jesus. So just as we will take time to maybe do a holy hour once a week before the Blessed Sacrament, we ought to also maybe take time to do a holy hour with our parents once a week before the body of Christ and our parents, to sit at their feet and to listen to their stories and to I just allow them to be our mom and dad. Like we still have to honor them. Yeah, because that's what it means to be a Christian is to imitate Christ. It will look different. Some of us will be able to take our parents into our homes, like my priest friend. Others will 
have to use their financial resources to put their parents in some kind of assisted living home or nursing home. But whatever is best for us and our parents is going to be different depending on the person and their parents and what we're able to provide, what they need. But we have to do something, even if it causes us to to be stretched thin. This is part of discipleship. It's a lot more fun to go on a two-week mission trip to Mexico and serve the poor in the Yucatan. But God's also calling us to the poor right there in our family, to the needy right there in our family, to the broken right there in our family, to the sick right there in our family, and our parents. So encouragement is is to, to pray, and the fruit of prayer will be imitation. My adoration is to imitation, and so the more I pray, the more I'll be able to imitate Jesus. And even if I'm sick, suffering, and going through it, I'll be able to pour myself out for my parents, just like Jesus did whenever he was suffering and going through it on the cross. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about our saint for the show. And of course, you probably guessed it, our saint for the show is a saint who cared for the elderly. Hi, I'm Father Mark Toops. Do you ever feel like you're asking God for too much in your spiritual life? The truth is, you're probably asking for too little. And if you'd like some help this Lent, opening up your heart to God to allow Him to bless you with all that He has for you, you should pick up the new Ascension Lenten Companion Year A. This coming Lent, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. If you'd like some help to go deeper, you'll need to ask for more. And this is what this year's journal is designed to help you with. Each day, you'll get a word to focus on, a reflection to help you pray, some scripture to meditate on, and a prompt to help you quiet down and listen to what God wants to say to you. And each week, we feature a piece of original artwork as well as an original online video to help you in your prayer. I want to encourage you to be bold this Lent, to ask God for more. Go to ascensionpress.com and order your copy of the Ascension Lenten Companion today. God bless you. And we are back. Just to remind, if you are a first-time listener, be sure to follow the podcast, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Apple. You can also hit me up with your own questions and comments at www.essentialpress.com slash Josh. You can rate us and review us there uh, on those different formats. Share us on your social media pages. That helps us other people to find out about the show. If it's been good for you, it might be good for them as well. So who is our saint for the show today? Our saint for the show today is a nun who founded a, a religious order called the Little Sisters of the Poor. Uh, her name was Jeanne Juggin, uh, and I think Juggin is how you say her name. She was beatified by Pope John Paul in uh, the 80s, and she was canonized by Pope Benedict in the 2000s. So she was from a little town in France, and she grew up poor, and uh, Catholics were being persecuted uh, during this time in France if they were open about their faith. And her her dad, they, they never saw him after she was four years old because he got lost at sea. And so she was just raised by her mom. And so her mom had to work a lot of odd jobs to make ends meet. And, but everybody in the community kind of chipped in and helped each other. And she also, as she was able to work, began to work. She began to, to work as a shepherdess. She learned how to knit. Uh, she learned how to, to make fabrics. She worked as a maid in a kitchen um, for a wealthy family. And she studied at the same time. So she was just a busy little Little girl. She was faithful, Catholic too, loved God, loved church, loved mass, loved the sacraments, loved prayer. And 
as a young girl, she knew that God was calling her something special. And so when she was able, she told her mom, look, God's calling me. And I don't, I don't know to what yet. I don't have exact clarity, but I know he's calling me to serve him in a way that's not yet revealed. And so I'm just going to go serve God. And so she did. She began to serve God in the poor. As a laywoman, she served God and her poor brothers and sisters in Christ. And she served God and those who were sick and suffering in hospitals. And then finally, one day, she was like walking, and it was cold, and it was a winter night, and she met this elderly woman who was sick and who was blind, and nobody was there to take care of her. Nobody was there to care for this old woman. And so Jean picked her up, and she carried the woman in her arms, and she climbed up the stairs of her own apartment, put the woman in her bed, and then she slept in the attic that night. And that night, as she slept in the attic, she had a revelation that the woman who she carried was the body of Jesus Christ. The elderly was the person that she was called to serve, serving Christ in the elderly, quenching the thirst of Christ in the elderly, loving Jesus Christ in the elderly. And that's what she did. And she began to pour herself out for old people. And other young women began to follow her. And they realized, yeah, I too believe that the poor are our path to salvation, and particularly the poor elderly are our path to heaven. And that's how her order began, the Little Sisters of of the Poor. And so— I just would encourage us to, to pray with that image that she experienced, that the body of Jesus Christ is in the elderly, is in the old people in our life, our grandparents and our parents who are sick, whose bodies have become frail, whose minds are, are going away, whose attitudes are changing. That is the body of Jesus. And if we can love Jesus well and our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents who might be very difficult at times because of their circumstances— then we love Jesus well. And if we love Jesus well, we'll be with Jesus forever and ever and ever in the kingdom of heaven. So, St. Uh, John, we invite you to pray for us. From all of us here at Assistant Presents, this is Ask Father Josh. I'm Father Josh. God bless. <laughs>